What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And today we are so excited to be joined by this amazing guest who we've been wanting to get her on for a while. Uh, she is a professional hip-hop dancer, choreographer, actress, singer, model, and influencer. Uh, she's also a huge uh, body positivity advocate with the hashtag hashtag breaking the stereotype uh which promotes body positivity and the belief that anybody can be a dancer please welcome to the show amanda lecount hi Hello. you're so cute you are so cute and dressed so much better than any of us oh yeah today so she walked up Thank and i was like well you. we really suck wow oh my we should have brought a change of clothes i know and we were stunned to find out that you're only 18 mm -hmm. and you've just accomplished so much yeah. What I, does that feel like? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I don't feel like, I mean, I have done a lot, but I don't feel like I've done an extra amount or like it, I'm that special. I just feel like I work really hard and it pays off. And that's Aww. just... I that's amazing you. that's amazing so i i found you on like a cnn facebook video mm -hmm. it was an interview and obviously blown away by your talent oh, and then you. in your interview you were talking about like some negative comments that you you had received from like a past instructor or mm -hmm. teacher and the way that you handled it was so beautifully because a lot of people talking about something like that would be like look at me now douchebag you know yeah. killing it. and you were just so humble and kind mm -hmm. and compassionate and that really stuck out to me as well um so yeah thank you for being here yeah, super excited little starstruck <laughs> um yeah i've been i've been creeping your instagram real hard um i have been in dance classes like from a young age my whole life i don't mm -hmm. do them as much anymore but like one of my goals for 2019 was to go to the millennium dance complex oh, yeah. and take a class but i've been too like nervous and shy to oh no so when i heard you I was like, maybe she'll take me with her, and I can have a, I can have a friend. I'm like on a playground again. I'm like, I just need somebody to hold my hand. It's super fun. I actually have taken hip hop class, uh, classes at Millennium. Really? <laughs> How have but you done that before? I 
um, very secretively about five years ago in the back of the class, being like, I should not be here. Oh my God. This is very embarrassing for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I have the moves of like a celery stick. So, um, no, you go. you're a good dancer. I, I mean, you know, if I have I, a couple I, drinks in me, maybe. I, but, I understand the celery, <laughs> the celery reference. <laughs> I could do a mean robot. Um, but anyway, back to you, Amanda. Uh, we like to kick off the show with like a quote, a uh, mm-hmm. favorite quote, favorite anecdote, anything like that. So if you have one, yeah. I'd love to hear um, I have two that I really like. And one of them is actually just something that I happened to say in the CNN interview that I wasn't thinking about, like making a quote. It just kind of came out of my mouth. But it's something I really love. And I said, talent isn't a look. Talent is a passion. Oh, yes. And I, like once I heard it in the interview, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's so good. Step aside, Maya Angelou. Like, that's what I said in the car to my mom. Because I was, I was telling her, that's the quote I was going to choose. And I was like, I sound like Maya Angelou. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy that that's you said amazing. that. Um, but <laughs> that's the first one that I think is really like powerful and I don't know I really stand by that yeah and then mm-hmm. the second one I said first maybe three years ago and I said if you love it do it it's as simple as that yes and I love oh that. my gosh so good adorable. so, so yeah, good that I love. two of her own quotes <laughs> she deserves it coming out strong yeah she, she oh, I love it. that <laughs> my we should all like aspire to that honestly oh yeah, yeah. what I mean is she has not 18 like what are we doing with our lives yeah. she has oh, close man. to live by and she's not even 20 i need to catch up i know um, that's amazing. so it says that you've been dancing since about two years old is that yeah. right so pretty much my whole life yeah yeah Dang. do you remember like a moment where you're like oh this is it for me well i don't quite remember it in my head because it was so long ago but at my first dance recital um we have a video of it uh i was kind of a perfectionist and i actually they didn't want me even taking the dance classes because they said i was too young because most kids like two or three they get on stage and, and they cry they don't really right. do anything because uh, they're so little um but my mom was like oh no she, she she won't do that like she wants this and she's very like a perfectionist um and when i got on stage i actually because you have x's on the stage to mark where you're supposed to stand for the kids and everyone was in the wrong spot and i went around and i grabbed them <laughs> and i moved them to the right spot and then i continued the whole dance yeah i was like oh, two or three. My oh gosh. my gosh that's fan- you yeah. sounds like a young kelsey so, very similar to that i was just gonna say i'm for sure like there are videos of me in hip-hop dance classes yep. at the end of like the week or whatever when you've learned the routine and it's like you can see me side-eyeing like young bitches next to me that are like falling behind and i'm like you guys like get it together like you're you're making us all look bad like that's like the vibe i was giving Keep off up. when i was like eight so oh yeah gosh, i can relate to that very oh my gosh so, yeah, i think that's probably a moment where my mom and my whole family and everyone else probably knew that I was going to do this for a while. Yeah. That it was going to be my thing. That is so cool. That's incredible. And then I had no idea that you're also, you're also a competitive figure skater and cheerleader. Uh And what, what, like, what don't you do athletically? Um, You do all of it. That's insane. Right now I'm more focused on dance, obviously, but I ice skated um, and competed from maybe when I was eight to 12 ish. Okay. Um, I absolutely loved it. I was so committed that I actually, because, okay, in Colorado, where I'm from, I lived in Fort Collins, which is the north part, but I went to Denver School of the Arts, which is in Denver, so it was like an hour and a half drive every day, Mm. and I was so committed that in the morning, because I have dance at night, so I couldn't ice skate at night, 
In the morning at 5 a.m., I would go to the ice rink and have my private lesson for an hour and then have to drive to school afterwards. And I did that three days out of the week, I believe. And so that was crazy. And then plus having dance from like 6 to 10 and then driving home. Oh, my God. I don't even know how I did it. I could not do that now. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know how I did that. But I absolutely loved ice skating, and I competed for a while, and I loved it. But I had to kind of narrow it down to what I want to focus on. And then I did cheerleading for actually longer than I did ice skating. I did that from when I was five to 13. Did you do like the competitive, like mm-hmm. the bring it on? Yep. Oh, <laughs> you were like living my dreams. Kelsey's shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was oh really fun and I had a good time doing that. But again, I kind of had to like focus on what I want to actually pursue. Yeah. Right. You can't do everything. How Why did, did you choose? Yeah. yeah. Or are you going to ask I was how, say, how did you narrow it down? Because yeah. I feel um, like it's that's hard for I mean, dance I had been doing my whole life. Whereas like cheerleading and ice skating, I kind of added later um but i yeah, think i just old and knew. five <laughs> yeah ancient I, know, I had to decide my career outside no um but i think i just knew that dance is what i really wanted to do with my life and it was what i was most passionate about and you know i could see myself not cheerleading and ice skating but i couldn't see myself not dancing mm. it's just like yeah. i couldn't see that so that's a good way to do it yeah, yeah. En- envision those things mm-hmm. yeah what can, you, what can you not live without yeah i like yeah. that and is this is dancing your full-time professional thing now? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah I, I do it every day pretty that much. is amazing wow. so you've never had another job no besides dancing no wow do you know how crazy that is <laughs> that's insane like yeah You've never had, you'll never have a garbage, just McDonald's job. Yeah. Suplantation? You have failed. Yes, suplantation. That's what I'm yeah. getting at here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Because I'm 25. I've never felt older. And I've been doing comedy professionally since I was like 20. And people are like, oh, you did it so early. And I was like, I still had like some you know food service jobs yeah there's some some rough riffraff and you just turned 18 like six weeks ago or something yeah january nothing creepy mom we just we we do a lot of research uh, on instagram but like oh my gosh that is insane to me that you have been so dedicated and committed since you were a young child that now you only have to do what you love to do for the rest of your life that's incredible i'm very lucky too yeah and just to praise you more uh she's worked <laughs> with megan trainer ellen degeneres katie perry i mean come on people how was it doing the switch switch <laughs> music video was that oh, incredible it was crazy because just, i was not expecting to get it at all it actually took me a while to even consider doing like the video yeah um because okay if you don't know it was an instagram challenge and it was the swish swish challenge i can barely say that um, <laughs> but pretty much you just had to post a video of you dancing or just having fun doing whatever you want to do and post it and i saw all my dancer friends doing it and i was like okay like they're getting professional videographers like going to sets having co- i'm like okay I'm like, that's, wow. no i'm not gonna put no <laughs> that's too much yeah um, and so i wasn't even considering doing it because i was like okay i don't have a chance like whatever they'll take it it's fine yeah um but then i was like okay like why not i don't have anything to lose yes. you know it's not like i'm yeah i'm not gonna lose anything from doing it so I went to a dance studio, just me, and I rented it for like 30 minutes. I propped my phone up on the ballet bar, just my phone, (laughs) self-recording it, did a little combo. um, And yeah, I posted it, didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And then I got the call like two weeks (gasps) later that I won. Oh, I just got chills. I'm like, oh my gosh, because like I looked at all these videos, I'm like, 
I don't know because they put so much like effort and hard work and probably money into this video and yeah. not saying that I didn't work hard but I did you know I didn't do that much I just set up my phone and dance and like that up. was enough you yeah. showed up yeah um so wow. it was really cool because I was honestly not expecting it at all like if you would have said like when I first posted it like asked if I thought I was gonna win I'd be like no no not at all like it was just more for for, for fun than me actually trying to get it God, um wow. isn't so, that how that works dude that's incredible it's crazy that and, is a very important um, lesson for our listeners yeah you know just keep showing just up never do know. it yeah, yes do it up. does not have to be perfect Mm-mm. just do it start mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. yeah. What can happen? Um, that actress that just won the uh, Oscar was like, I did my best and my best was good enough. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that quote. Yeah, yeah. That, that was really good. I, I saw yeah. that. Um, but, and then when I got on set, um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I didn't know how she was going to act. You never know, celebrities. And she's someone who's so big where it's like, okay, if, if you have a little ego, that's fine. Because you, you are a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but she was so nice. And one thing that my mom and I thought was really funny is that when she wasn't shooting, she would just have her little dog, Nugget, her little, little <laughs> tiny dog. And she would just sit because we filmed it in like a stadium. And so she would yeah. just sit on a foldable chair on the side just with her dog in a blanket, just like Aww. petting it. And like she didn't go to her trailer and wasn't like, guys, I need to go to my trailer. Like, yeah, no, right. she wasn't like that at all. She would just sit on the side and she was talking to people and she was really nice. And she actually came up to me and we had like a whole interaction and it was really cool. They got oh it on film, God. which is like oh. the craziest. Um, wow. But she was so nice and she like stalked my Instagram because she was like, That's oh, when you so when you cool. dance, can you do your one like uh, hand thing? And I was like, oh my gosh, just the fact that she knew that. I was like, oh, so you, you've you seen it. So I was like, oh, you, because you, you would, would never like assume, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, That's oh, my God, she was like, yeah, I, I saw, um, I was looking through all the videos and then I saw yours and she said, oh, and I was like, that's the that's the one. Because she said she loved everything I stand for and wow. she loved just oh. me. And she was like, you have such a good heart. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it was, it, she was really nice. She was so nice. That is so she cool. crazy. I love wow. that. That music yeah. video is, it's like a movie. Like, it's yeah, not a normal, it's crazy. And it's that's crazy. Like, is that what technically started the floss like craze the guy that does it in it is obviously like the guy who created or made it popular yeah but yeah then after that video it was like it got even more popular yeah yeah oh my god if i see someone do it one more time (laughs) (laughs) you're probably so over it now oh gosh oh that's so funny professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Wow. So for people who aren't familiar with you and like your journey and like she was talking about on that CNN video that Delaney came across. Um, so can you talk about kind of coming up and how you got to where you are like, you know, prior to all the success? Obviously, mm-hmm. we want to talk about Katy Perry as much as possible. But <laughs> yeah. uh, just like coming up in those dance classes, w- those experiences she was talking about with instructors mm-hmm. that kind of 
made you develop this campaign and and you know reach out in the way that you've started doing to to other dancers and become such a role model mm-hmm. um so i would say i didn't really realize that i was different or like i don't know i didn't look like everyone else until maybe i was eight or nine because mm-hmm. when i was little i didn't i didn't think i was different i was like yeah we're just dancing together yeah. like i didn't think anything of it um but when i was maybe like eight or nine i started realizing like oh like you know they're kind of looking at me and like I don't know. I, I just felt it. And I could tell mm. that, like, I wasn't meant to be there, but I was mm. there anyway. Um, so that's kind of the age where I started realizing, like, oh, I'm a little different, like, kind of weird. Like, it might be a little harder for me um, in the dance world, but I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing it anyway because um, it's what I love, obviously, so I'm not going to stop. And then the first, like, incident I guess I had is with the studio director, um, and the funny thing is he actually begged me to come to his studio because he had seen me at competitions and I was kind of known. I wouldn't always win. Like I wasn't the most technical, like crazy trick dancer, but people knew me for performing and mm. I was like the best performer. Like when you put me on the stage, like I just like <laughs> light up it. and I, yeah, I'm <laughs> just such a performer. And so people knew me for that. And I was like the performer. Um, and so he begged me to come to his studio and, um, the fact that he begged me, I mean, it kind of made me think like, oh wow, he really wants to work with me and you know wants to like improve my technique or whatever um Mm -hmm. so I went to a studio for a year it was awesome we competed went everywhere I won this title this title whatever scholarships whatever not me this isn't supposed to be me bragging but anyway I did (laughs) you You (laughs) did good in the year that's all I'm trying to say is I did pretty well and he asked to have a meeting with my mom and I and we thought it was gonna be just like a check-in like this is what you need to do next year this is like what I see you doing in the future blah 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 things like that and you're how old 10. You're 10. I was 10. Okay. 10 and 11. Yeah, that age. Wow. Jeez. And and he goes, yeah, your body type doesn't fit my vision for my team. That oh. is his exact words. And I, like, had it engraved in my brain. Um, oh. And it was terrible. I honestly was, like, in shock. I was, like, uh, well, I was so confused. Because, like, no one had ever really, like, told me to my face that, like, my body was an issue. Uh-huh. So I was, like, uh, And what? he hadn't said anything in that no. year? <sighs> no. he wow. actually – crazy thing is he loved me like he I was featured in two of the dances like as like the main part it was insane like you would not have seen it coming and like I worked very hard like there was no reason for him to kick me off at all but yeah just because of my body I guess he wanted them to wear the skimpy outfits and he didn't want me on his team anymore so I left and (laughs) not gonna lie I mean obviously I was very hurt especially because I was 10 I mean someone said that to me now I'd be like okay sure whatever I'll leave I'll go to a different studio whatever yeah um but it was really hard, and, you know, I kind of thought, because I was 10, you know, he was, like, the cool dance teacher. I was like, oh, what if he's right, you know, should I stop dancing? You know, if he thinks that, then maybe I won't make it. And I was kind of just confused. And I considered not dancing anymore or, like, just taking a break and, like, not doing it. But my mom didn't force me, but <laughs> she knew that in my heart is what I wanted to do and, like, what I'm passionate about. So she really, like, encouraged me to not stop because she probably knew I was going to regret it later which I definitely would have because mm. I wouldn't be here probably That's so a good mom. That's <laughs> yeah, a good mom. because so, sometimes I, people are like she forced you to keep going I'm like no she didn't force me to keep yeah. taking dance but she just really encouraged me and she knew deep down that I didn't want to quit that I'd be quitting because he said I should not yeah, because I right. wanted to she right. didn't let an asshole define yeah. your life yeah. and so it's I mean now I'm, I'm really happy about it because that probably started like my whole like 
not started the body positive movement of like my whole thing obviously that's not what started it but it got like my head thinking in that direction of like oh this is an issue to some people so I'm gonna have to work to prove that it's not an issue Mm -hmm. so that kind of like started my whole like mind process I guess you can say Mm -hmm. but now it's like a good thing because I know especially um, with my dance spirit magazine cover like every dance studio gets that magazine because it's the biggest dance magazine and everyone's looking through it obviously to see what is going on in the dance industry and so I know that he just opened that (laughs) package and he saw my face and he was probably like oh great yes like I wish I could see his reaction but I know that he was probably like oh gosh great like this is just what I needed so yeah yeah, he kind of gave you a gift in a really shitty way Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um what in that moment how did you and mom react when that was said to you i can't oh literally if anyone says anything about me she like goes off but yeah does that man still have eyeballs i feel like he would have like scratched (laughs) them out we we didn't really like yell at him i I mean i don't remember exactly what we said but i'm sure we probably she probably was just like okay then like whatever like we don't need you bye yeah, and, like we just left. But so I mean, in, in the moment, I was sad. Obviously, yeah. I wasn't like on attack mode. Like, you know what? Like, no, I wasn't that confident yet. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, my soul's crushed. But well, also yeah, you're, you're ten. ten years what yeah, monster would say that? You're I know. Old. It's like okay, but I'm I'm sure she said something like, okay, fine. If that's your opinion, like you're wrong, then we'll just prove you. You know. Yeah. So, and you did. Yeah, my yeah. I know. I know. It's so amazing. Because, like, I took ballet when I was a kid because mm-hmm. my parents forced me. <laughs> and, like, I, you know, wasn't the typical mm-hmm. like i didn't look like other people in the class so i used to like wear jeans to class and wow. stuff like i was really uncomfortable and nobody said anything to me mm-hmm. but i still felt it so the fact that you had somebody say it to you and still you were like no i'm not gonna feel that way about mm-hmm. myself that's so dumb is so cool and inspiring and like what strength to have it 10 <laughs> i know 10? i keep like putting myself back in like what i was doing at 10 and i'm like <laughs> that's that's nuts i was yeah, nowhere I near that sort of like a yeah. mental like mm-hmm. cognitive state yeah. of being able to be like you know this is gonna make me stronger i was just eating like <laughs> fruit gushers and yeah it was really hard like i i wasn't i wasn't like okay right away it took me a little bit but um yeah, it was sad. And it was hard because, like, at conventions or competitions, I would have to see him and all the oh. studio dancers. But yeah. so it was a little annoying. But I just tried, obviously, my best to be like, yeah, look at what you're missing out on now. But, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was still really hard. But. Yeah. So, so many people would have let that stop them completely. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you had the cur- encouragement of your mom. But what kind of stuff were you saying to yourself to get you excited about it again after mm-hmm. such negativity in your life? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, w- it was like, I mean, I've said this like eight times. I probably sound so like whatever the word is where I keep saying it. But um, <laughs> like I said, it was really hard. But I think I just knew that this is like what I'm meant to do. Mm. And I just, like, can't see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, this is my only option. So, like, yeah. you're going to do it and you're going to get over it. And you yeah. just have to do what you love because, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I didn't really, like, have things that I would, like, say to myself or I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really have, like, self-affirmations, I guess, which aren't a bad idea. I, I recommend yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but at that age, I wasn't really doing anything. I kind of just knew that I need to keep going and doing what I love and I shouldn't let, you know, this one little thing, you know, stop me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Has there been any other negativity since then from instructors or uh-huh. entertainment industry oh, yeah. or this or that? Oh, yeah. well, let's hear it. Because, so, you know, we're all performers, too. So we've all gotten oh, it yeah. Oh, yeah. So badly. I'm not, I'm not going to say the studio director that I, the story I just told you about the studio. Because, first of all, I don't want to be petty like him. I'm not trying to be like him. Second of all, you. I don't want to give him the publicity. Good for you, girl. Yes. But this person, this person who I'm about to say, I'm going to say his name. Yeah. So... Richard Simmons. I mean, no one really knows who he is anymore because he's like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Richard Simmons. Yeah. He's instructor. We're old, yes. so we know. Yes, yeah. we know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he went. Kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, now, there's a whole podcast about him disappearing. Anyway, yeah. Really? yeah. So, we. I went to my first red carpet ever when I first moved here. It was like the same week I moved here. I was 13, about to be 14. And I was so, I was like jumping up and down. I was so excited because it was my first red carpet. I mean, when I was back in Colorado, I would like dream of even seeing the red carpet. Like it was so crazy. And so I took like four hours getting ready. And like, I thought I looked so good. And I was so excited to go with my friend. And we get there and it was like, I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of like fashion show. Miss Universe was there. Um, Other celebrities were there. It was pretty cool. And we saw Richard Simmons, and not because we were a fan, obviously, but just because it was my first celebrity I've seen. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a celebrity. So it was cool. And we went up to him, and we asked if we could take a picture, and he said, sure. And after we got done taking the picture, in front of maybe like 100, like 150 people, because it was a really big event, and we were all around the red carpet, so a ton of people around. And pretty loudly, like he wasn't screaming, but he didn't try to hide it at all or like whisper or anything like that, he just said, oh, yeah, like, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to lose 15 to 20 pounds. And I was 13 years old, like, a little oh kid. What? And, gosh. yeah, he said that in front of everyone as he's, like, surrounded by models. I was like, oh, my God. <gasps> okay. And, yeah, I started bawling oh, my eyes yeah. out, I, and I, like, ran away. I was like, oh, my gosh. But, oh, Mother Bear comes in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and she just started saying, she's like, okay, you don't know what she does. You know, you don't know her life. She just came from, like, a seven-hour rehearsal. She dances every day. Like, you don't need to be telling her that. And, and you don't know what she's been through in her life and things like that. Um, and <sighs> this is, like, the worst part. He says to my mom, oh, yeah, and you need to be an example. <gasps> Good. Oh, Richard Simmons my. is saying this. Uh-huh. Gosh, I know what why he's gone now. Yeah, yeah. I murdered him yeah. and buried the body. Uh, yeah. So he said that, and my wow. mom—I love this response. And my mom goes, "Okay, well, when you've had seven kids, call me." Yes, <laughs> Queen Mom. Yes. Um, and then he said something like really stupid. I don't know, whatever. And then we ended up leaving. Um, and my mom um, sent him, like, a Facebook message saying, okay, you publicly humiliated my daughter. I want a public apology. And he didn't give us a public apology. He sent us a private one and gave us this whole explanation that was totally fake of why he was sad uh, that day. And I was what? like, okay, can you just own oh up that you're, God. like, a douchebag? Yeah. That's the yeah. real story. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no excuse for no. saying if something I'm having like a bad that. day, I don't go up to someone and be like, hey, you're ugly. Like, exactly. Yeah. No. Like, you can't do that. No. You just can't. And so we did get an apology, but I wish we would have got, like, the interaction on film because there were – we could have – Oh. Wow. This is Richard Simmons, a mm-hmm. gay man in the 80s mm-hmm. that was popular. You'd think, having been through his own stuff because of being gay, yeah. he would be extremely kind and sensitive and yeah. to everybody. Yeah, to embrace all right. and not be like, mm, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, just be such an asshole. Yeah. I don't understand oh, the hypocrisy. Fuck that guy. Man. Wow. 
Yeah. Didn't expect that story. If you find Richard Sands, <laughs> yeah. you email us. You bring us his head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I have a question. How many hours a day are you practicing? How much work does it take to get this good at dancing? That's what I a want. A lot. A lot. You're not just like born with the talent. Yeah. I was terrible when I first started, even though I thought I was the best Well, you just ever. learned to walk. Yeah. Three years have a lot credit. Yeah. Um, Still working on balance. I feel like a lot of people think like you take five dance classes and you're like pro. It's like, <laughs> no. no. It's hours a day, And like, right? um, I have... Um, I have some friends, um, I've had friends in the past who like, they, they're, they want to become a dancer and like, they'll take two classes and they'll get upset because they're not like the best one there or like mm. they don't get, there's a thing called being like called out in class where it's like, sometimes they'll have a videographer come and like film certain people doing it to like promote their choreography and stuff. Mm. And some they don't call everyone out. They only call out the people that either they saw or they liked or things like that. And sometimes my friends that I take the class will get really upset and they'll be like, Oh, why didn't I get called out? And I'm like. Girl, you don't just get called out your first time. I've had to dance like 13 or 14 years before I ever even got called out. So like, it's like, it's a lot of work and it's like a lot of feeling like you're like terrible, but then like one day it like kind of clicks for you. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I dance probably like on an average, like three to four hours a day. Wow. Yeah. Cause I'll take like two classes a day is like probably average. Um, uh, sometimes I don't dance like Saturday, but like every other day for the most part I dance every day. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. So yeah, it's, it's a lot, but yeah. it's like what I love. So it doesn't seem like work for me. I'm like, woo, dance! Yeah, yeah. wow. I still love doing it. I feel like uh, dancing is a lot like stand up in that way, where it takes a while to get good, and while you're like bad at it, it feels very public. Yeah. Like everybody's like seen bad dance, and everybody's seen bad stand up uh-huh. comedy, and you're just like, oh god, just like fast forward until like you're better at this. Yeah. Yeah. But like you have to just do it in order to get good, and mm-hmm. it can be awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 definitely. Oh, yeah. I've had moments. <laughs> well, do you have I have a lot of questions. Oh, I have so let's uh, let's cut to oh, yeah. uh, our, our sponsors one more time. Perfect. One sec. All right, cool. We're back with Amanda LeCount. You had a question, Delaney? Oh, I got so many. Okay. So let's see. Um, <laughs> do you, so you also, uh, you also do choreography mm-hmm. too? So yeah. is it, is it mostly for yourself? Is it for what kind of, how do you get into that essentially? Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially would, so young. Yeah. I would say like now, since like I've taken so many dance classes and from so many choreographers, like I know what I like and like I kind of get inspired by like other choreographers and I'm like, oh, I want to try to choreograph. Mm. And so I think like three years ago, I first choreographed at an intensive I went to and they seemed to really like it and thought it was really good. And I was like, oh, maybe I should try choreographing more. And like right now, I don't teach like every week. Like I'm not a teacher, Mm -hmm. but I like to choreograph sometimes. And like I'm going to San Francisco this weekend and I'm teaching there and then I'm going to Australia and I'm teaching there. So I'm starting to teach more, but I wouldn't say like I'm quite like choreographer yet like professional like you know like that um but I enjoy it and I think it's really cool to like make your own like dance up I don't know I think it's really fun and especially seeing other dancers like do your choreography it's it's really cool cool. that's amazing is that something you want to pursue as you get older I mean right now I'm focused on like more like me dancing career but I would say maybe like because obviously you can't be a dancer forever like there's a very certain like age Mm -hmm. most of the time so I'll probably dance from when I'm like well, well now to like maybe 27 28 really that's it and then I'll start like choreographing 
Okay. You can choreograph for like forever. Like there's right. legendary right. choreographers now. They're like 50, 60 that still teach. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like out of the dance world. But most of the time, people kind of start to slow down like late 20s, early 30s, just because like prime time is like 18, like 25. Wow. It's like the best years. So. Wow. So what's what are some of your long-term goals in this career? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about dance. So like what's, what's some of the milestones uh-huh. that you're hoping to hit? Um, most dancers want to go on a tour with an artist. Yeah. I really want to go on a Who tour would you want to most tour oh, with? Yeah. Like, who are your, like, <laughs> Lately, dancing Lately, I've been saying Megan Trainer to be really cool yeah. just because I really like her. I've worked with her before. and I No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like her, so I think that'd be really fun. Um, another person who, if I'm being, like, honest, like, not to be stereotypical, but I don't think I'd, like, match with this artist very well, but I still love her, and I would love to somehow, like, go on tour with her is Rihanna. Oh, because and I, 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 I mean, I don't want to like jinx it, but I want to work with her this year, and I think I have a chance because she started following me last year. So I'm like, maybe she wants to use me for something because she doesn't follow many dancers. She follows like yeah. three dancers. And Fuck. Like, oh my gosh, so, that's so cool. I'm like hoping that that's why because I feel like I mean, maybe she just likes what I do, but I feel like there might be something there. So like that'd be really cool. But again, I don't know if like me dancing back up for Rihanna would be like a good match, but you never know. But I feel like you she's know? so big on like body positivity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and definitely. So is Megan Trainor. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Savage, Trans Fenty, like yes. all her fashion shows are very body inclusive and things like that. So yes, yeah, I love all of that. Oh, so I would love to do that. That's but cool. I don't know. So a tour would be really good. And then I don't know. I love traveling. I've been able to travel like more these past two years, and I love doing that. I love going to different places and dancing and teaching. So that's not a goal. That's just more I want to do it more because I've, already, I've yeah. already done it but I'd love to do it even more and I'd love to choreograph for like an award show or dance for an award show I've danced for the Radio Disney Music Awards but I'd love to dance for like I don't know like the AMA or like MTV Music Awards yeah. or things like that so oh my so God. cool it's so, cool. so fun I yeah. love like asking this you amazing. questions so obviously you're a hardcore athlete how do you take care of yourself like what's your daily routine mm-hmm. of self care and maintenance and all that stuff yeah um, well, f- I think, okay, water is, like, really important because I, if I'm being honest, like, I really don't drink that much water and I, like, really need to, if I say like really one more time, <laughs> I, I, I really should be taking, or taking, should be drinking more water because when I do, like, not force myself, but you kind of do have to force yourself to drink a lot of water because no one's going to go through, like, f- eight bottles of water in the day. That's just, like, not like normal but Unless that's they're what like you're actively focusing on that yeah. yeah yeah and so i try to like force myself and like obviously a, a good way to drink as much water as possible and whenever i do that i feel much better and i just feel like refreshed and like energized yeah. and i think it's just a really underrated thing that you need in your life especially if you're an athlete um because i know when i don't drink water like i haven't had good food before class like i get very lightheaded and i just don't feel right and it's just like um so i would say water is like one like you need to have that yeah and then i would say like um some nuts is really good because it like gives you energy but it also for me at least if i have like a ton of like peanuts or like cashews and things like that like it it's enough food to make me not hungry and it also is like a protein and it gives me energy Mm -hmm. so i always try to have nuts in my bag as well um, yeah. And then one thing that isn't, like, food or, like, drink-related as far as being an athlete, but um, I have, like, a journal that I write in. Uh, I try to every night, but if not, like, every other day. And it's just kind of, like, what happened through the day, how I'm feeling. And it really helps just to, like, 
know like how I'm feeling and to look back at it and yeah mm-hmm. I know I feel like that's also underrated is like journaling yep. and I love oh, journaling. yeah so, we're big fans of journaling yeah on this so podcast. I love that and I just started doing it like maybe four or five months ago and I love it it's like my favorite isn't nice. it weird to think about the times when you weren't journaling mm-hmm. like doesn't that yeah. seem so weird now yeah. that you're like how was I not processing just like my day-to-day like so yeah. much happens in your life yeah. on a daily basis and you could just I've had like years go by where I haven't journaled and then you're like what how was I even like handling any of this yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm not a daily journal or I need to I need to work on that even it's not daily yeah. like, like I said sometimes I don't do it every day because like sometimes I'm gonna be honest there's boring days where it's like I don't feel like I need to write about my day today yeah. right but if something happens or like you have a certain uh way of feeling about something that happened or things like that I would recommend that you like write it down because yeah it helps me and I like looking back at like my journal like seeing like the things I wrote because sometimes it's funny but sometimes it's just nice to like reflect yes, yes. I think we forget the power of like self-soothing mm-hmm. I know sometimes yeah. I just rely so heavily on like my fiance or my friends or my therapist to talk me through it but it's like yeah I know I'm right. about to be 30 I've learned a few things like I can probably <laughs> help myself get through some stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um uh, are you comfortable talking about a very big loss that you experienced mm-hmm. with your dad? Yeah. Um, so when did he pass away? How did this, you know, what timeline? Um, and- yeah, so it was about like three and a half-ish years ago, um, November 2015. And he had diabetes, a very serious case of diabetes. And he also had prostate cancer before that. Mm. Um, so yeah, he had a few issues, but um, he died from going into a diabetic coma. Is how he died, and he was actually in Florida when it happened, and we were here, um, because since he had so many issues, he was actually um, staying in, like, a care, like, facility back in Colorado, because when we moved, um, we didn't, like, he didn't come with us, Um, he stayed back home in Colorado, and so... Um, then he had to go to Florida to visit his family because, uh, I don't remember what for, but I think he actually just might have been visiting just to see them, because it had been a while, and... (laughs) It's it's funny. I mean, not funny, but it's kind of funny because when he packed, he was obsessed with Star Trek. And so I'm pretty sure we looked back in his suitcase and he forgot to take um, all of his insulin he needed. Instead, he took all of his Star Trek movies with him. Oh my god. god. It's funny to laugh at now, but I was like, are you kidding me? Um, And so, yeah, um, he went to a coma while he was sleeping, so at least it wasn't painful. Mm. Um, It was probably very, like, peaceful, but... It, it was hard, like, not being there, and, like, we, we kind of felt guilty because he kind of mentioned wanting to come to California with us, but we we just couldn't take care of him. Like, we, I was gone all the time, and she was work It just wouldn't work out, so we thought it'd be better to leave him there. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of feel guilty, like, maybe if we would have been there, we could have helped, or, like, mm-hmm. we could have done something, but we, we might not have been able to. Um, but we just kind of feel a little bit guilty. We wish we could have, like, had him here at least. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine now. But it, it was hard. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was like very supportive, and you know, when we were like, we're not. I mean, we we're obviously fine now. But like in the beginning, when we first moved out here, we were like struggling to like for like pennies. Like it's hard living here, and especially from yeah. Colorado mm-hmm. to LA, it's like Colorado now. Like that we realize is so much easier to live there than LA. It's so much cheaper and like so much nicer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's really hard moving to LA and trying to like live off of me dancing it, it was hard but um so whenever like because sometimes it'd be so bad I couldn't even take dance classes 
because mm-hmm. we just couldn't waste like the $15 on a dance class it was like that's not a priority really and mm-hmm. he would like not pay his phone bill so I could take dance classes oh. like he was oh. very like really supportive and he would always watch like if I had an appearance on a TV show we'd be like okay it's on at 8 um, I'll be like 20 minutes in he'll be like okay and he was not very tech savvy so he'd be like I'm trying to figure it out <laughs> but I'm really yeah so he was he was really really supportive and um yeah I don't know I'm sure he's watching but I also actually this is like probably the coolest thing of or, of my career so far or one of the coolest is for my dance spirit cover I asked them if they could like dedicate it to my dad Aww. and they put like a family picture from when I was like three and my like my whole family oh, that's and they wrote nice. like a note like Amanda would like to dedicate this article to her dad and it was it was really cool that's probably the coolest part of the article not even being on the cover just like <laughs> that it, yeah. like it meant a lot and it was really cool and I was like crying it was really cool. oh that's very amazing. sweet very yeah. sweet um what kind of things helped you kind of get through that grief yeah i mean i um i don't it's it's really hard i don't think i really processed it at first i mean obviously when i found out obviously i was like bawling but i don't think i really like understood or like took time to like grieve Mm -hmm. and like go through it i think i was kind of just like okay it happened and I don't know, I tried to get, like, past it, but I don't think I gave myself the time and, mm. like, didn't go through all the stages that I needed to to, like, be okay with it. And mm. actually, the next day, I had a job I had to go to, mm. and I had already committed. I, it was, like, a music video for a girl, and I, they were like, oh, you don't have to go, but I just felt like I like I had to go. Mm. And so I went to that, and then, like, it was really weird. Like, when I got to school the next day, it was almost, like, I was, like, delusional because I got to school and I was talking to my friend and literally we were just talking, like, normally and I was laughing and I literally said, oh, yeah, like, my dad my dad died yesterday and I was, like, laughing. Mm. And it's just, like, it was almost like I was trying to, like, cover up and, like, I didn't want to feel it so I was just, like, yeah, mm. like, ah. Kind of, like, in denial. Yeah. Like, not yeah. accepting. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I didn't want to, like, get sad and like go through that mm. so it was, it was really weird and like I still don't really know why I did that because now I'm thinking back I'm like you seem like a psychopath like that's why yeah. oh, you no. are you no. laughing like it was no weird. you're a human being you're yeah. I think it was just like yeah. such a shock that I like didn't realize it yet it was almost like funny I was yeah. like oh yeah he's dead like wow I don't yeah, know. It was right, really yeah. weird. Emotions well, can be very uncomfortable. Yeah definitely yeah. it was yeah. it was weird but um I think I mean I I I I don't know how actually <laughs> I got through. I mean, I think obviously with time, I mean, it's never going to be like fine, obviously. Yeah. I'm never going to be like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Like that's no, <laughs> that doesn't yeah, happen. Right. But um, I think that like since I've had time to like kind of, I don't know, I just think with time I, I, I've gotten better. And I think I have taken like the time to realize and, you know, to go through all like the emotions I need to, to feel content with it. And so I'm good now. Like I've, I've come to terms with it. You know, I can't really change it. Right. It yeah. Just, it happened, and I kind of have to like not get over it because that makes it sound like it's like not important. Like I'll get over it. Right. But, yeah. No, you never get of, over it. Like you yeah. said, it'll never be fine. It's mm-hmm. just you know this is kind of how it is now. And yeah. Actually, yeah, that's like, interesting. Uh, my mom died when I was a kid. And I did the same thing where I had to tell people at school and I would like laugh. Yeah. And then people thought I was lying. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm just trying to make everyone comfortable Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. So there's like that thing where you want other people to think you're fine. Yeah. So they don't get sad. And then it's like, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was really Mm -hmm. awkward with my my friend. She was like, um, what? Like, she was like, are you okay? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm fine. 
Yeah. And it was yeah. weird. It was clearly like, you're not fine. Right, um, right. But I probably shouldn't have gone to school that week. I know. But yeah. I felt fine. Right. Like, I didn't feel like sitting at home wouldn't do anything. I was like, right. I'm fine. Yeah, right. sometimes your instinct, though, is to just, like, do as many things as you can, mm-hmm. though, to, like, keep yourself preoccupied and, like, not process it. So yeah. oh, I feel yeah. like we've seen that a lot. Or you just, yeah. like, throw yourself into work and, and all yeah. that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a question that's off this topic, but mm-hmm. so with school, how does that work with your dance career? Yeah, it, I mean, it I went. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was really hard. I mean, when I went was going to school, Denver School of the Arts, they hated me working and being gone. Even though it's like an art school, you would think they'd be happy. Yeah, like, that you're right. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> they hated you missing school and they wanted you to be there like every day, like blah blah blah. And so they hated it when I was gone. But I was like, okay, this is my career. Like I'm here. To help my career, like yeah. it was so confusing to and me. It makes them like, look good when one of their students is crushing it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah exactly. So we would be driving out to LA every weekend for like a month, sixteen-hour drive each oh way. Oh my gosh! So we'd be doing that to go. Because I got on a dance crew here that had wow. all of like the best kid dancers. I don't know if you know any of them, but like Casey Rice, Tati McQuay, Jordan Jones. They're all like pretty big now, like pretty big yeah. dancers, and they were like starting to get big back then as well. So it was really cool for me to even be a part of it. And they actually made me, like, the main part. And the kids kind of hated me because they were like, who's this girl that's coming in? But anyway. Um, <laughs> You're like, bitch, I drove 16 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the spotlight. I've earned it. Oh. Um, but so I was doing that. And so I would have to sometimes, every once in a while for a performance and things like that, miss school. And they just hated that. Um, and so once I moved out here, obviously I stopped going there. But I found an art school here called Champs. Um, charter high school performing arts something like that Um, and they were actually very supportive they have a thing called independent study and what they would let me do is if I had a job longer than three days they would let me go into independent study and do all my work or whatever and then when I come back I can just go right back into like regular perfect Mm. so they were like really supportive and they loved what I was doing and they thought it was great so that was really cool so I didn't really have any trouble in ninth to 12th grade but when I was kind of starting to like come out here and stuff it was really hard with my school back home but yeah I went to a public school all four years with everything that I was doing people always think I was homeschooled obviously because a lot of kids here that are like actors or professional dancers they're always homeschooled obviously so they can dance and do jobs and things like that um but yeah my mom wanted me to have like a normal high school experience but (laughs) my experience in high school was not normal and our school (laughs) is not normal at all it's crazy um but I loved it and I'm really happy I went I got to go to prom I got to have an official graduation that is awesome the industry i think that's like really beneficial to me having my my bestest friends not totally. be in the industry because it's like i i don't need to like talk about dance 24 7 and yes. i don't need to talk about the audition coming up and like did you get it did you get it like no i don't yeah. know so it's really nice having like my like three or four closest friends not really be in the industry they're dancers but they're not like trying to doing as well as you yeah. we understand so no, they're, not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not like trying to be like professional dancers right. doing what I'm doing so it, right. it's nice to have like a normal people <laughs> that I yeah. can like talk to absolutely yeah. yes do you actively try to take like a day or two off a week or does um, it vary just depending on your schedule yeah it just depends like I don't like try like every week to make sure okay Amanda you need one day where you can like relax not really it's like kind of whatever comes up it's like I do and if I happen to have a day off then it's like oh yay like I can like relax or whatever um but no I don't try to make it a weekly thing but like mm. 
um yesterday I believe yeah yesterday I had like a day off so I like relaxed and like was watching Hulu with my dog (laughs) so yeah so every once in a while I get a day off but it's not like a a must like I must have a day off yeah Yeah. what do you like to do besides dance because I know Mm -hmm. that's all we've asked you about because yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah, is there anything is there anything like you love to do in your free time that has nothing to do with your career yeah um I mean, I've already mentioned this, but first of all, journaling. I'm not going to talk a lot about that. I just love doing that. Yeah. Um, I really like drawing. I haven't done it in a while, but there was, like, a two-year period where I was obsessed. Like, I would draw every day for, like, hours. I loved it. Um, I really – I used to do horseback riding. Oh, cool. And I loved cool. horseback riding. Of course you did. Really, <laughs> I haven't done it in a really long time, but I absolutely love horses, and they're just, like, beautiful. Oh. Um, I go to the beach a lot. Um, I mean, hanging out with my friends, but nothing, like, special. Mm-hmm. We just, like, I don't know, get dinner. And sometimes they'll come take class with me because they're dancers as well. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. And nice. Yeah, there's a few it's things. I mean, time. I act as well. Mm-hmm. Very um, cool. So, yeah, I do a little bit of singing, but I'm not, like – a singer but yeah, <laughs> i do a little bit of singing That's so you are obviously such a huge role model for so many people with dance and just the body positivity and and the campaign you have um who are role models of yours like who do you look up to for mm-hmm. you know who are on the same track of like doing what they love overcoming stereotypes all that mm-hmm. good stuff um there's a girl named allison and i don't her last name is really hard to say but it's some sort of crazy last name that i can't pronounce um but she's a dancer as well and she's um maybe like a little bigger than me and she is actually um a backup dancer for janet jackson wow and yeah so when she got that i was like really excited just because like i've never i had never seen someone like even close to my size be a backup dancer because they always want like the blonde super tan like tall blondes that are like this big around Mm. that wear the skimpy outfits and it's like whatever (laughs) (laughs) so it was really cool seeing like her get that and it like gave me hope like oh wow like i can do it like Mm -hmm. it it was really cool seeing that so she's really um she's really cool um i don't know what she's doing right now because I think the tour is over, but that just her getting the tour was a really big deal. Um, and then Denise Bedeau, she's a model, um, and I love her. I actually got to work with her on one of her campaigns that she did for her brand, um, and she was so nice, and she's just very cool, I guess. That's such, like, a bland word, but, like, <laughs> she's just really cool, and I look up to her a lot, and she's a plus-size model who's really nice and really supportive of me and you know she's much bigger not much bigger much like more <laughs> she's more successful than i am <laughs> and has done um, like more things with her career but she's also older obviously but um it's really cool that like she supports me and she's very nice and humble and stuff like that so how how cool what is it like being that for other people you know who are yeah. your age or older younger mm-hmm. girls who reach out to you and, and say stuff like that it's really cool because like my most like the message i get the most often is like oh i stopped dancing when i was little because blah, blah, my size or whatever but i wish i wouldn't have or like you encouraged me to take a ballet class today or something like that oh. and it's really cool yeah i love saying those comments because you know it's like sad that they stopped and like sometimes they say like i wish i wouldn't have and i like regret stopping and it's really sad but at least like i've encouraged them to like start again or you know they've learned from me or i've inspired them in some way it's it's really cool and especially my whole goal really is like when you're asking about like my goals in my dance career like going on tour obviously is like a goal but it's not like if i get that then i'm set like it's not like Mm -hmm. (laughs) my Mm -hmm. dream like my dream is just like to inspire as many people as possible but it's cool knowing that like kids because that's that's another goal like my main goal is kids because when I was little I didn't really have someone like me 
So mm-hmm. I want to be the someone like me that I didn't have. So cool. So. There's another quote. There's another quote. <laughs> We have to end there. It's not going to get better than that. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect quote. Amanda, thank you so Amanda, much. Thank you. Plug all the stuff where people find you and all um, the stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, most of my social media is just Amanda LeCount, L-A-C-O-U-N-T. Um, I have a website, AmandaLeCount.com, if you want to go there. It has everything you possibly want to know about me. And yeah. Cool. I don't know. That's Follow her on Instagram right oh, now. Oh, it's so gratifying. She has almost 200,000 followers. <laughs> like, she's unbelievable. It's like one yeah. of the best things that comes on my feed every day. Is oh, so oh, good. I love it. So I good. Watch all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last thing. Yes. So any of our listeners, uh, you know, who are hearing this interview who have stopped doing something they love, uh, any words of wisdom to get them back in it uh, to start again or to mm-hmm. just kind of push through? Yeah. This is, like, very, like, generic answer kind of. But I would say, like, you only have, like, the one life. So I feel like you don't want to get to a certain age, like, regret not doing something that you wanted to do your whole life, you know? Or if, like, I don't know, this is kind of, like, morbid, but, like, God forbid something happened to you and, like, you weren't able to dance for some reason. It's like, mm. are you going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I would have done that when I had the chance, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're not guaranteed that you'll always be able to – okay this is really sad but like you're not guaranteed you always be able to walk or to to move or to dance or whatever so you know you might as well do it when you have the chance because a lot of people don't and so it's like you should do it for the people that can't do it Mm. and stop being a baby Oh, drop. Yes. I have to say real quick, I have to do some show plugs. You have to do yeah, show yeah, plugs Taylor? Okay. Um I'll be headlining Spokane Comedy Club this weekend. So please come out. It's my hometown club. I love it so much there. And then next weekend I'll be headlining uh Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So uh Kelseycook.com for tickets and other tour dates. Uh, <laughs> I am at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City April fourth through sixth. Uh, and I will be in Austin for the Moon Tower Comedy Festival the 25th through 27th. So that's oh, where I'm awesome. at. Cool. And I'll, I'll be here with my dog <laughs> yeah. in a doggy carrier walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. Thank, Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. That was awesome. Okay, bye. 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 You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for supporting Self Helpless. You can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, at Self Helpless Podcast. And you can visit selfhelplesspodcast.com for all things Self Helpless. Learn about Patreon and how to sign up. Our merch is there. Information about our Facebook group and how to join. All the episodes you can listen to are on there. A little bit about the show. Our individual sites are linked there. And our contact information, email, and P.O. box if you want to send us some love letters. And you can follow us individually as well. I am at Delaney Fisher on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and DelaneyFisher.com, where you can watch my docu-comedy special, Love at First Cousin, for free. And then DicksByDelaney.com if you want to buy some dick mugs. Sweet. I'm at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, KelseyCook.com for all tour dates and merch. And my album, Savor It, is still available to buy on iTunes. And you can watch Wrists of Fury, my foosball web series that has an episode of Taylor and Delaney uh, on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. And I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram and ttomcomedy.com for my Netflix special and all live tour dates. Sweet. We yeah. love you guys. So- why won't it